Chapter 4 This is what I mean. So long as the heir is a minor, he is no better off than a slave, even though the whole estate is his. He's under guardians and trustees until the date fixed by his father. And so it was with us. During our minority, we were slaves to the elemental spirits of the universe. God sent it his own son, born of a woman, born under the law, to purchase freedom for the subjects of the law, in order that we might attain the status of sons. To prove that you are sons, God has sent into our hearts the spirit of his Son, crying, Abba, Father. You are therefore no longer a slave, but a son, and if a son, then also by God's own act an heir. Formerly, when you did not acknowledge God, you were the slaves of beings which in their nature are no gods. But now that you are acknowledged, you do acknowledge God, or rather, now that He has acknowledged you, how can you turn back to the mean and beggarly purpose to enter beggarly spirits of the elements? Why do you propose to enter their service all over again? You keep special days and months and seasons and years. You make me fear that all the pains I spent on you may prove to be labor lost. Put yourselves in my place, my brothers, I beg you, for I have put myself in yours. It is not that you did me any wrong, as you know, it was bodily illness that originally led to my bringing you the gospel, and you resisted any temptation to show scorn or disgust at the state of my poor body. You welcomed me as if I were an angel of God, as you might have welcomed Christ Jesus himself. Have you forgotten how happy you thought yourselves in having me with you? I can say this for you, you would have torn out your own very eyes and given them to me, had that been possible. And have I now made myself your enemy by being frank with you? The persons I have referred to are envious of you but not with an honorable envy. What they really want is to bar the door to you so that you may come to envy them. It is always a fine thing to, to deserve an honest envy, always and not only when I am present with you, dear children. For my children you are, and I am in travail with you over again until you take the shape of Christ. 
I wish I could be with you now. Then I could modify my tone. As it is, I am at my wit's end about you. Tell me now, you who are so anxious to be under law, will you not listen to what the law says? It is written there that Abraham had two sons, one by his slave and the other by his free-born wife. The slave woman, <clears throat> the slave woman's son, was born in the slave in the course of nature, the free woman's through God's promise. This is an allegory. The two women stand for two covenants, the one bearing the children into slavery is the covenant that comes from Mount Sinai. That is Hagar. Sinai is a mountain in Arabia and it represents the Jerusalem of today, for she and her children are in slavery. But the heavenly Jerusalem is the free woman. She's our mother, for scripture says, Rejoice, O barren woman who never bore child. Break into a shout of joy, you who never knew a mother's pangs. For the deserted wife shall have more children than she who lives with the husband. And you, my brothers, like Isaac, are children of God's promise. But just as in those days, the natural-born son persecuted the spiritual son, so it is today. But what does Scripture say? Drive out the slave woman and her son, for the son of the slave shall not share the inheritance with the free woman's son. You see then, my brothers, we are no slave woman's children. Our mother is the free woman. Christ set us free to be free men. Stand firm then and refuse uh, to be tied to the yoke of slavery. Chapter 5 my, Mark my words, I, Paul, say, say to you that if you receive circumcision, Christ will do you no good at all. Once again, you can take it from me that every man who receives circumcision is under obligation to keep the entire law. When you seek to be justified by way of law, your relation with Christ is completely severed. You have fallen out of the domain of God's grace. For to us, our hope of attaining that righteousness which we eagerly await is the work of the Spirit through faith. If we are in union with Christ Jesus, circumcision makes no difference at all, nor does the want of it. The only thing that counts is faith active in love. You were running well. Who was it hindered you 
from following the truth. Whatever persuasion he used, it did not come from God, who is calling you a little leaven. Remember, leavens all the dough. United with you, with you in the Lord, I am confident that you will not take the wrong view. But the man who is unsettling your minds, whoever he may be, must bear God's judgment. And I, my friends, if I am still advocating circumcision, why is it I am still persecuted? In that case, my preaching of the cross is a stumbling block no more. As for these agitators, they had better go the whole way and make eunuchs of themselves. You, my friends, were called to be free men. Only do not turn your freedom into license for your lower nature, but be servants to one another in love. For the whole law can be summoned up in a single commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you go on fighting one another tooth and nail, all you can expect is mutual destruction. I mean this. If you are guided by the Spirit, you will not fulfill the desires of your lower nature. That nature sets its desires against the Spirit, while the Spirit fights against it. They are in conflict with one, one another, so that what you will do, what we will to do, you cannot do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are under no law. Anyone can see the kind of behavior that belongs to the lower nature, fornication, impurity and indecency, idolatry and sorcery, quarrels, a contentious temper, envy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, party intrigues and jealousies, drinking bouts, orgies and the like. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who behave in such ways will never inherit the kingdom of God. But the harvest of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, fidelity, gentleness, and self-control. There's no law dealing with such things as these, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the lower nature with its passions and desires. If the Spirit is the source of our life, let the Spirit uh, also direct our course. Chapter 6 We must not be conceited, challenging one another to rivalry, jealous of one another. 
If a man should do something wrong, my brothers, on a sudden impulse, you who are endowed with the Spirit must set him right again very gently. Look to yourself, each one of you. You may be tempted to help one another to carry these heavy loads, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. For if a man imagines himself to be somebody when he's nothing, he is deluding himself. Each man should examine his own conduct for himself. Then he can measure his achievement by comparing himself with himself and not with anyone else. For everyone has his own proper burden to bear. When anyone is under instruction in the faith, he should give his teacher a share of all good things he has. Make no mistake about this. God is not to be fooled. A man reaps what he sows. If he sows seed in the field of his lower nature, he will reap from it a harvest of corruption. But if he sows in the field of the Spirit, the Spirit will bring him a harvest of eternal life. So let us never tire of doing good, for if we do not slacken our efforts, we shall in due time reap our harvest. Therefore, as opportunity offers, let us work for good for of all, especially members of the household of faith. You see these big letters? I am now writing to you in my own hand. It is all those who want to make a fair outward and bodily show who are trying to force circumcision upon you. Their sole object is to escape persecution for the cross of Christ. For even those who do receive circumcision are not thoroughgoing observers of the law. They only want you to be circumcised in order to boast of your having submitted to their outward, outward right. But God forbid that I should boast of anything but the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world is crucified to me and I to the world. Circumcision is nothing. Uncircumcision is nothing. The only thing that counts is new creation. Whoever they are who take this principle for their guide, peace and mercy be upon them and upon the whole Israel of God. In future, let no one make trouble for me, for I bear the marks of Jesus branded on my body. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you and your spirit, my brothers. Amen.